span of what? In the span of two weeks, there were over 5,000 different Bowsette and Bouette and different, like, like Tumblr had a field day creating whole boatloads of iterations. Oh, my God. Of that mushroom cap. That's well, what Tumblr does. I mean, it's Nintendo's sort of, it's sort of Nintendo's fault for making Peach officially a toad at, that pops into human form and, like, becomes a princess. Like, you know... When you build that mechanic, you're sort of asking for the internet to create some uh, interesting renditions. But then it didn't really take off for a long time until Reddit picked it up. It got super popular. Everyone got way into it. And then um, Nintendo decided that it wasn't canon and crushed everybody's hopes and dreams. You're not canon. (laughs) That sounds about right. That's about right. Um, Yeah. So well, a, there goes Bowsette. Well, Will. Welcome. Well, Will, welcome. Well, Will, welcome. Mm-hmm. Well, Will, welcome mm-hmm. to episode 149. Shut up, Tristan. Of Pixelator's Land Party Podcast. 149, really? Yes, it is. I feel like I sort of zoom out or like zone out until we hit a big marker number. Well, or like next, one or two before a marker number. Next week will be big. The things that you say don't have substance when you're zoned out. I drift in and out. I mean, <laughs> Tris is one to talk playing Smash right now, right, Tris? I'm, I'm not playing Smash. He might be observing uh, some Smash. Oh, I don't know. I just hear controllers going. That's not me. Mm. <laughs> I can pin that on you 100%. <laughs> we started this whole conversation because you said, damn it, Toad, or something like that. No, she said, yeah. he said, suck it, Peach. See, so you do listen well. I said I drift in and out. It's partial. You what? said bagel with a E. Yeah, you did. Yeah, Bagel does a, a shut up. <laughs> uh, what have you guys been playing this week, man? It's been a, it's been a long week. Uh, what have you been playing, Tony? Oh, well, good question. Uh, so I picked up Rune Factory 4 for 3DS, and was I've it, primarily like, been playing that. What was your motivating factor for getting into Rune Factory? My motivating factor was I wanted to play Fantasy this, this is actually what it was. I wanted to play Fantasy Life, uh-huh. but then I wanted to play Stardew, mm-hmm. but I wanted mm-hmm. to play them at the same time, and I couldn't pick one. And I was like, well, let me check out, you know, like, because I had never played a Rune, a Rune Factory game or anything like that, or a Seasons game or mm-hmm. um, anything. And I was like, let me check out these games that, uh, you know, Stardew were, was heavily inspired by. And I checked out Seasons, and I was like, all right, Seasons looks kind of cool. And then uh, when I saw that Rune Factory was, um, you know, the franchise that came out after that, and that it added fantasy, like little RPG quests, and it's it's like RPG light battles as far as, <clears throat> like, fantasy life. I was like, I can get into this. Uh, and I like it. The it's people that I know that cool. play it, like, they all put, like, hundred hours into that like it's like crazy i believe it man. i believe it because you so you till your soil but then you have to keep the quality of your soil up so to do that you just pick like random grass and stuff and uh that you put this you put it in like a bin and it composts and then automatically just through magic uh you know keeps your soil fresh and then you can befriend monsters and tame them, and you can tame bosses even if you're, you know, really, really good, and you get really, really good uh, fruit and stuff. Are you not food. really, really good yet? Uh, no, you've got to be like mega, hundred hours in plus mm. to get the kind of stuff that you can tame a boss with. 
Mm. Uh, but I have a couple. I have a little like sheep. I have a little chicken, so I get eggs and and wool and uh, stuff like that. And um, it's cool. So you have to craft your own gear. You know, go foraging for resources. You've, there's a whole leveling system with everything. You can. Uh, there's a little a little town hub, and basically you kind of you fall off an airship. So the premise of this game is you're in an airship, mm-hmm. and you're about to deliver this important top secret package to, like, a king or someone. They don't really they don't really say, and these air pirates actually infiltrated undercover, and you get in a scuffle, and they punch you, and you come Carfuffle. to, what's that? <laughs> a kerfuffle. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> So is this and not this is Owlboy you're talking about? What? What? You're basically describing the beginning of Owlboy. Owlboy was a great <clears> game too <throat> that you just don't understand. Yeah. But it's okay because you get Hollow Knight, so I still love you. That's fair. And we had pretty much the same, um, same top games from last year. Anyway, uh, yeah. So then you come to, and then they're arguing. They're like, "Where's the the." package the secret thing you're looking for and you're like i don't have it and then they push you and you fall and then you fall from the sky through a uh a ceiling and land on a big ass talking dragon and then it gets weird because the dragon kind of has the hots for you oh, a little bit weird for you <laughs> yeah the dragon kind of has the hots for you and you kind of like flirt back and forth with the dragon what is happening what is this game it's called Rune Factory 4, man. It's great. Is this basically RuneScape, but, like, not? So I never played RuneScape. But um, is it based on that kind of universe? or I, No, no, no. It's completely different canon and everything. Mm. It's completely different. Okay. Um, but basically then, so the dragon thinks that you're a prince of the town. And you're like, I'm definitely not the prince of this town. Um, sorry to inform you. And she's like, no, 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 you are. And you're like, no, I'm pretty sure I'm not. And you're like, although I can't remember anything because you end up getting amnesia because you hit your head because you fell from the goddamn sky so it's possible that you are it is prince. possible but then what happens is the guy who actually is the prince comes strolling in and he's like yeah i don't want to do this shit anymore so you can have it so then you become can you, you know quit the head of the land can you just quit princehood isn't that like decreed by birth well i in, think you can abdicate princehood you could in this game you're kind of stuck with it wouldn't it then just be relinquished to the next in line of birth? Um, yes, unless there was a bid for the throne that like required them to fight. I'm not super well-versed in I don't know. royalty ascension pathways. I should be clear. I am from America and therefore have no concept of how... I feel like nothing cool ever happens in royalty anymore. We just talk about like what Meghan Markle's doing. We talk about how long the queen has survived. That's important. That's crazy. She's, well, she is immortal, so that's. A I'm pretty thing. sure that she's kept <laughs> alive by corgi love. So I'm that's... pretty sure. Well, she sacrificed her last one, so that only gives her another five years worth of life. So that's true. She has you to think sacrifice. That's why she owns so many corgis. Because I think just... that's why she did, but she used them all up, and now there's none left. She's just like Shang Tsung, like your soul is mine, and mm-hmm. that's how she maintains her. Yeah, except it's radiance. instead of it being like a horrifying ceremony, it's kind of like a really sweet. Like, she sends him off to this upstate farm and then just sort of takes the rest of the... I have bad news for you, Will. There Corgi is no happy farm. No, there's never, there's, Your animals never end up on a farm, Will. No! That's always been a lie. Oh, my God. <clears throat> but, yeah, she definitely is feasting on them, so that's a, that's a thing. Or was. 
what were we talking about? <clears throat> anyway, so yeah. yeah, so it kind of blends like a couple different things from different games I like. So it blends the farming simulation from Stardew and, you know, the whole sales aspect of it because you, you know, you grow your stuff and then you sell it to shops and stuff like that for money. Mm-hmm. But then it also has the RPG light battle system minus the bounty system that uh, Fantasy Life had. Mm-hmm. It kind of combines that with... The exploration is definitely not as open world as uh, Fantasy Life. Like there's little sections you kind of go through, mm-hmm. um, so it's a little more linear in terms of environment. But you know the RPG light mechanics are there, and then it also kind of combines the mayor um, gameplay mechanics a little bit from like an Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm the mayor, I have to put out orders like, "Hey, I want to have." more space in my backpack so it's like you need a certain amount of they call them uh rune points uh so it's rp which you get from doing different tasks for people and things like that uh so it also has that to do management structure from like a a fantasy life type game is this a level five game is that why you're playing it it's not a level (laughs) five game but it, it just, you know, it's one of those things where I, I was watching and I was researching and I was like, this definitely has bits of from games that I love. So I want to check this out. And so far, I really like it. Mm-hmm. I, th- I really think you would too, uh, Tris, to be honest with you. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I definitely think you like it. I, I think I, I got it for 30 bucks. Not bad. Because um, it, it was on the eShop. Mm-hmm. So I think it's well worth it so far. I'm really enjoying it. Cool. And then... Yesterday, I picked up another game that uh, I told you verbally that I was very excited about, and you were like, "Wow, I'm you know go for it," uh, but it's going to be a long one. I oh, picked up Tales. Of Tales- oh, yes, I did. Nice. I thought. Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Weren't you talking about yesterday? How it was backordered? Did you not go? For the this? physical version on Amazon was because see, I, I have I have credit different places, so I was trying to figure out where I could apply things. Mm-hmm. You know what? How? So I ended up just getting uh, eShop credit, and I just mm-hmm. got it off the eShop, and it ended up costing me $16, like, out of my own pocket. So I can't complain. Mm-hmm. Um, that game is, is cool. I'm going to shelve it for, for, for that, though, because I, I didn't get to play a whole lot of it because then I ended up being like, hey, I'm going to switch out my Joy-Cons, and then that took a while, and then mm-hmm. I went to bed. Switched out your Joy Cons? What do you mean? You did I went. I went. Yeah, I went from the clear to a smoky, translucent clear, which is cool. Yeah. Um, So that took a bit of time, Uh, and then I went to bed, and I'm probably just going to play Tales the rest of the weekend. When you switched them out, did you leave in those like weird homemade shaved buttons that you did, or did you put the originals back in? I put in my cool homemade buttons that are not made of play-doh tristan mm. you know the whole time i was putting those in i was like fucking tristan play buttons they look like play-doh i still love you it's okay i don't care i could always swap them out for the ones that see the problem i have with the ones that come with the come with the <coughs> shells is they're obnoxiously bright mm-hmm. red yellow they're, they're like ugh, they're so ugly so ugly I'm good. I want to track down and find actual SNES would the, color. Would the original? Buttons. I'm sure they sell them. Would the original buttons still fit in that shell? Yeah. Okay. But the problem is I don't have the black ones for the face buttons anymore. I don't know where they got to. Right. I probably threw them out. Um, but my direct, my D-pad ones, my directional buttons on the left Joy-Con are black. Uh-huh. So, 
Yeah, I mean, eventually, like I said, I want to track down actual Switch ones that somebody made that look like the proper colors, and then I'll put those in. Mm-hmm. But for now, these buttons work because I like them more than the really obnoxious, fake-looking ones that came with it. Anyway, so that's what I've been playing. Real quick thought on Tales of Vesperia. Um, I find it a little weird that I have to hold down left trigger in order to do free roam when I'm battling, but, uh, you know, getting used to it. Um, art style's cool. Soundtrack seems neat. So I'm very excited to play this game because it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun, and everyone says it's one of the best games in the series, it and that is just a great RPG probably, yeah. Yeah, so I'm very excited, especially because I've been on an RPG kick lately. Only other thing I'm going to say about Rune Factory 4 is the menu is a little cumbersome. Uh, So if you're in like a boss battle, for instance, you have to go into your inventory. Then you have to click on, let's say, a stack of potions. You have to hold the entire stack of potions. Then you have to run around and not get hit by the boss to quick take a potion. And then the 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 combat and stuff is like action rpg type it's like action rpg type but it's a little cumbersome because you have to take at least i haven't found a way if if someone knows a way please let me know but the only button prompt that i see when i go into my inventory is to hold an item which holds the whole stack and then i have to run around take the item then go back in my inventory and switch to a weapon so that part's a little weird um other than that that game's a lot of fun i think you'd like it so that's what i've been playing Two games that I never thought, like a couple years ago, that I would ever want to play. I lied. There's one more game. I'm sorry. I'm staring at it right now. I played Life is Strange 2 Episode 1. I played all of it on Saturday. Erica watched me play the whole thing. She was that invested in the story. Slow Saturday? Last Saturday, yeah. It is, well, by the time you guys hear this, two Saturdays ago. Anyway. um, Wow. So I love Max and Chloe, but I think I'm going to like this the story more um it goes into into some current current things that our country's been experiencing lately uh in like a graceful way or in like in your face like no 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 hey, this it, is obvious that this is going on and we're gonna be annoying no it's it. a it's a hundred percent organic like this would go down like this and i could see both sides of Potentially, why? I could see why. I could see what may have prompted such a reaction, but then the outcome was com- definitely unwarranted and could have been handled in a much better way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't want to give anything away because that's the. I mean, that's the whole point of playing those games. You know, the story is really good. So yeah. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, the Life is Strange series, the first one the whole season, the prequel the whole season, have both been added to Xbox Games Pass. Uh, season uh, 2, Life is Strange 2, has also been added. There's only one episode, but episodes 2 through 5 will also be added to Xbox Games Pass for free. I don't know if it's going to be as they come out. Microsoft didn't say. They just said they'll be added, so that's how I'm playing it. I really dug it, so... Looking forward to the next couple chapters. And like I said, even the wifey was into the story. So that was fun. That was fun. So that is finally, officially all I've been playing. Willie do. <laughs> it's over to you. Oh, my good Lord. Um, well, <laughs> I've been playing a couple of different things. This week has actually been a little bit um, unique in terms of game time for me because... Um, I have been coming back from being sick 
and then now Sarah is sick, so oh, it's no. been less. Feel better, Sarah. Thanks. Uh, they say feel better. She says thank you. Um, <clears throat> it's been less of a fun, relaxing time and more of a where can I slip five, ten minutes into video games when I'm not uh, got the TV on or not barfing, so that's been cool. <laughs> um, so I've been playing a little bit of Smash Bros. I still love the Pro Controller. It is really good. Um, I don't know why I resisted for so long. Wait, yes, I do. It's the price tag. But the <laughs> the controller, now that I have it, is really awesome, and I'm glad that I have it. The Pro Controller is so good. It feels really good, and I don't I, I I still love the Joy-Con proper, but really, if, if you're yeah, if you're on the mm. fence about getting this, I think it definitely improves gameplay. It feels great, um, but I don't I don't dislike the Joy Cons because I have this. I would just say that the Joy Cons are great, and when I want to play a game that feels like it needs a controller proper, I like having yeah. the option of using the Pro Con, and that's. For now, just the pro con. That's what we're gonna call it now. Pro con. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so the pro con's really good. Um, it, I've only ever used it in Smash Bros because nothing else sort of needs it, except for maybe That's true. Yeah. Mario Kart. I just it's thing. I just default to it. It's kind of crazy anymore. It's just my go-to. I put it on. I I played a little bit of. Um, what was I playing a boatload of before the. Before the break, um, Celeste. No. Oh my God, Celeste is really good. I should play Celeste on it. We should talk about that. I got, I, I got, you. I got through the mansion section. Yeah. <gasps> that level, that whole entire level is so cool, dude. Everything about that that's, game is fantastic. That's literally all I got to. Yeah. Um, that game, guys. I'm so sorry. I don't know why I waited so long. It's you were 100 percent right. right. That's all it's right. totally my kind of game. It's awesome. As as a Twitch platforming, especially Super Meat Boy fan, yeah, it's already surpassed it. I know because it's it's brilliant. I dude, I was at the gym mm-hmm. uh, and I listened to the Celeste soundtrack, and it was just kind of like it, it gets was you a, in the mood to it was do a cool, work. It, it was a cool workout soundtrack too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, sorry, I just Matter had to. Oh. No, 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 I'm I'm glad oh. you brought it up because I was going to ask you if you hadn't uh, that game. Oh. Oh, so good. <laughs> okay. Have you found any tapes yet? No, I haven't found tapes. I've just been no collecting. Cassettes? No, not yet. I've just been mm-hmm. collecting a bunch of strawberries. So the cool thing is you can do uh, stage by stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when you go back through to collect strawberries, you'll find areas that you might not have noticed before. Right, right, right. And there's a lot of that. Yeah. Um, not only is that's where you're going to find the extra strawberries that you're looking for, but it's also where you're going to start finding cassette tapes. It's just funny. Well, I think what brought that up was you said that games that need it, and mm-hmm. I was like, I instantly thought that you know of that game. I haven't tried it with Celeste yet, but I should because I love Celeste. Uh, um, I'm on. So good. I've started to unlock the seaside the seaside tapes. Nice. Um, and there's like it's just so much additional in that game. Once you once you beat it, there's like. A whole other game, and then well, you there, beat it again, and then there's a whole other game. There's another update coming out for that too. The farewell I'm tracks, or sure something. Sure, they're D tracks. Yeah, D tracks. Yeah, D tracks. Bro, they're they're already so difficult. I don't yeah. even know, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna play them for sure. Anyway, anyway, I didn't want to derail you. I just wanted to say, oh my god. Mm. Yeah, it's amazing. Anyway, carry um, on, carry so, on. So Smash Bros. with Procon. I've also been playing. I re-downloaded Causality. Uh, which that? is a game on iOS. Oh, I remember talking about this. Yeah, yeah. and it's you're, you like control little astronauts running around on this sort of um, field where uh, you control time and running forward on the track is forward in time and then you can sort of reverse time uh, and you can control where the, where the guys run. 
And then they can get into these little teleportation tracks where when they stand on it, it sends them back in time to before they stood on it so that if the path angles towards the pad, your guy is duplicated because on his current trajectory, he will be there in time to be back where he was before you started it. And it's like mind-blowingly weird puzzles. Huh. Um, but it's fascinating. And the first puzzle that starts to really deal with time tracking is, I think, level 101. And like, get into it. So I've gotten up to there again. Uh, and it's messing with my head. And it's cool. It's really good. Um, so recommend it if you haven't played it yet. I also mm-hmm. downloaded Star Trek Fleet Command, which is an iOS game. And uh, I downloaded it because there was a really effective advertisement uh, that occurred. What are you do- What are you doing to your microphone? Tone the- bone. Yeah. Oh, what? that's th- that's the uh, the heater. Yeah, oh, okay, which, which usually it. comes out. Oh, MBD. In post. Um, the <laughs> I thought you were like rubbing steel wool on it. Anyway, <laughs> that the... just kind of sound like that, wouldn't it? That's a good analogy. Yeah. The game Star Trek Fleet Command is a free game. But as a lot of other free games go, it is a uh, delay to win or pay to go faster kind of game, which is very annoying. So there's a lot of wait 15 seconds, wait 30 seconds, wait for seven days, or you can pay to do it now. Um, Those are the worst. They're the worst kind of games. And I just want to take a second to note that the advertisement shows you flying around in a really cool, low-rendered version of starships, having battles, making alliances, talking to other players, and just kicking ass in this really cool Star Trek universe with characters that you know and love in the Alliance or the Borg or whatever you're doing. And it's super disappointing to me because I, I saw the advertisement, and while the advertisement was going... I was like, well, shit, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to download that. And I, I downloaded the game. I started the thing. Automatically, it is a point-and-click, like, sort of tactical, sort of hold-your-hand, pop-up annoyance. Uh, how many notifications can it cram into your notification bar kind of game. Gross. Where if you want them to not do that, basically the only way to do it is uninstall because all of the things rely on notification triggers and timing and waiting several hours and it's 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 a fucking cookie clicker it's often it's awful so uh this is my recommendation to not download the game starfleet star trek fleet command should be avoided at all cost unless you enjoy uh sinking hours into something with no reward and you're probably going to pour money into it um so don't do that so any other mobile game basically any other mobile game but it's like the worst of the worst because it's sort of my favorite ip and I want it. Isn't that, isn't that frustrating? It is very frustrating. Um, <clears throat> the other question I had for you guys, which is not a I played it, but a should I play it. Have you guys heard anything about Gris that is not positive? Because everything I hear about Gris no. is it looks awesome and yeah. you should get it. And I, I want to get it. I did hear somebody refer to it as a walking simulator. Okay. All right. That's, that is effective feedback. A walking simulator. Because it looks a lot like I mean, that's um, how, I mean, Journey. Kind of, yeah. I was going to say that's not a bad thing. No, it's, it's not. Really. But, but yeah, it does look a lot like Journey, and I wonder it, if... It depends on what kind of experience you're looking for. Like Firewatch is essentially that, too. Yeah. 
Well, but, not qu- Firewatch mm-hmm. is, but it's like super story narrative. No, yeah, no. But I'm saying, like, if someone wanted to say that, they could be like, "Well, all you do is walk and climb," and it's like, "Well, yeah, but that's not the point of the game. Did yeah. you even play it? It's about the story." Where this game could very well be the same thing, but that yeah, the, Chris looks gorgeous. I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, so. I'm I'm debating because it looks like there's a lot of cool mechanics, a lot of like flight time. Um, it's it was discounted until recently, so I missed my window on buying it cheap if I wanted to do that. But um, I'm also sort of of the opinion that if a game is worth paying for, I'm happy to pay for it mm-hmm. um, at full price. So, so I don't know. Uh, am am pondering. And uh, for the rest of the afternoon, I'm probably going to boot Spider-Man back up for PS4. Mm. Nice. That is on the docket of To Do. Have you seen Into the Spider-Verse yet? I have not, but I really want to. I, I want to. I got sick right around the time Ooh. it came out, and I just Dude. haven't had it. I went inside second. two nights ago. Man. I heard, it's amazing. Good, right? I heard it's amazing. That movie's going to change how animation is done. I hope so. I was reading about um, how they did offset time signatures for different yeah. characters. So... Each character is animated at, like, I don't know what the actual numbers are, but, like, a fourth of a second or something like that, um, instead of the typical 16th of a second. I, again, don't quote me on numbers. I'm totally wrong. But uh, the idea is they did it slower per character, but they offset them by another half. So right. each character is moving at what feels like full frame, but you're not really focusing on the same character the whole time to see that they're actually paused for a very long period of time because you're now looking at the other things moving in the background that are all offset. So the whole stage is moving the whole time. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. And uh, it means that they could do some really interesting stuff um, that would probably have been more annoying had they done it all synced up at the same time signature where you would have noticed the framing. Mm -hmm. It's cool. It looks, it looks gorgeous. So I'm excited to see it. Um, that's it for me. That's all I've been playing. What about you, Trias? Uh, a bunch of Smash. Smash. I beat World of Light. Um, you did. Currently working on trying to hundo percent it. Uh, how many characters have you unlocked? All, all of the characters. All the characters? I I, I completed it with a ninety-seven something percent. What about in the main Smash realm? All the characters? All the characters. I did that like the first day. Oh, a lot of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they're like, I'm trying to 100% the spirits right now, and... That's gotta be me, difficult. Have you used any hammers? Let me tell you, there are some, uh, there are some spirit battles in there that I, <laughs> I've come to the conclusion are impossible. Like, yeah. there's this one where you're facing Paul, uh, Peach, it's like a Pauline spirit, mm-hmm. so you're facing Peach, and Donkey Kong, and Mario on the Donkey Kong stage, uh, and your jump power is decreased, and... The thing is, is DK stage Paul, needs a boost jump well, already. Paul or Peach, who is you know representing the Pauline character, just runs away from everybody the whole time. I hate that. And because you have three characters to feed and two minutes to do it, I can't You're chasing find, her down. I can't find a spirit combo that lets me quickly enough. Uh, is it an endurance battle? No, it's not. It's a percentage battle. Oh, garbage! And I can't. Yeah, I can't find. Uh, a combination that lets me eliminate the first two quick enough to then focus on her with enough time to A, catch up, and B, you know, deal enough damage to get her off the stage without failing. And, like, I've even gone so far as to put it on easy to try and do it, and I did the rest of the game on hard, and right. even on easy, like, I still can't figure it out. Hmm. It's, 
I don't the ones know where they run from purpose, you is, are such bullshit. Yeah, there are a few spirit battles on there that are just like I don't I don't get it, but yeah, uh, I'm going to be persistent. Um, the Doctor Mario one where he runs away is also a pain in the ass. It's not a huge spoiler, but I will say once you beat World of Light, uh, you can change the theme that plays like when you're in the main menu. Yeah. So I never have to hear that terrible Smash Ultimate theme again in my life. Uh, I can now replace it with the melee and brawl themes, which oh, is Oh, that's better. good. Oh, that's yeah. neat. Yeah. Okay. It's almost like they saw that coming. Almost. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can you not do it until you beat the game? No. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's a good reward then. It feels good. Yeah. Um, what else have I done? Uh, I played some more Monster Hunter World. And that game's still good, just, you know, grindy as all heck. Um, Monster Hunter Worlds is grindy as all heck? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's Monster Hunter. Like, that's that's the name of the game. That's what yeah. you, you know what you're signing up for. Um, played, you talking about Legend of Zelda last week got me mm-hmm. wanting to play Legend of Zelda. So I nice. have been playing... Um, Master Mode? Master Mode, yeah. Yeah, dude. Master mode is crazy it's and tough. really mm-hmm. cool, and it's I different. really like it. It's yeah. crazy how much you just go through these situations where you're like, like I'm just riding my horse and I see a group of dudes and I'm immediately like, no, nope, not today. Yeah, and exactly. Just keep on going because I yeah, know. Yeah, you have to avoid combat as much as possible yeah. in the beginning, man. Yeah. Um, but I will say, playing it like as a new playthrough with the DLC, like the mm-hmm. first thing that I did first thing that i did was go get the horse teleporter because i remembered where it was yep and i didn't find that yet i'll find it oh no i did get that i got that that that's a game changer yeah. it makes not then you can explore just, and you can bring your you're well, just that's like the thing. Like time before, to gtfo before like i would have to go track down my horse or you know fast travel to a uh stable and get and bring it. him back yeah and so it was like okay my scope of of transport is usually more limited to around those areas but now that i can um you know just kind of call him wherever and he'll teleport there i've been riding the horse way more and exploring the uh scenes way you know way more than mm-hmm. seeing different odds and ends that i hadn't really ever noticed before because i'm i'm focusing and i also turned off the hud so i'm not paying attention to the minimap and stuff and yeah nice dude, nice no hud is the way to go it's a it's a whole different game for sure but i'm digging it mm-hmm. uh, yeah yeah, and then I played some that up again. Black Ops Four Blackout last night. That game's good. Problem is now is like the people that are still playing it are getting ultra good. Yeah. As opposed to my just basic good, tolerable, acceptable level good. Yeah. I have a question for you, Chris. Uh, yeah. So, on the twenty fifth of January, we all know what comes out. What comes out? Kingdom Hearts Three. Uh-huh. Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't care about that. Okay. Yeah. On the 18th of January. <laughs> on the 8th, Oh, you don't care about it? No. Oh, that's right. You never played it. No. On the 18th of January, Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes comes out. Are you going to pick it up or are you just going to wait until after Kingdom Hearts? I think. Because I know you're a big fan of both, but one you've been waiting decades for. Well, actually, maybe both you have. Okay. I will say, I'm way more excited currently about Kingdom Hearts 3. I figured. That's why I'm interested to see if you're going to pick up Travis Strikes Again. I am going to pick up Travis Strikes Again because I think Travis Strikes Again 
it's not like a mainline No More Heroes game. It, it seems a lot more like a, hey, you can play this in short burst mini games type of game, almost like a WarioWare type of thing, where okay. I don't think I would have a problem putting it down to go to Kingdom Hearts and like have like continuity issues coming back to it, uh, just based on what I've seen and heard so far. So, random, random question. Did they bring or are they bringing the original to Switch? Because I never played it. So he has publicly expressed interest in wanting to do so for both. Okay, I have a feeling that they're probably in there up With there how eventually. easy it's become to, for people to sell ports of stuff on Switch, I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be able to unless like eight people buy Travis Strikes Again, which could very well happen. I, Hopefully I don't not. really hear anybody talking about it, but I don't know. The, the, the weird thing about No More Heroes is like it was always niche. Um, either you knew what it was or you had no idea and didn't care what it was. Yeah. And I don't know how that style of humor is going to go will over. play out in 2019 you know it's mm. almost like a deadpool light type of stylish humor but more obnoxious okay um so hmm. i'm curious to see like how that is received or if, or if, it, or if it tamed down tone. yeah I'm, if they change the tone of it because of the you know it's not 2006 through 2008 again or whenever the first one came out yeah and i'm also not in my late teens early 20s anymore to find that kind of stuff hilarious i mean yeah i still like <laughs> okay i still find that funny but i'm not, <laughs> not the outlier but uh yeah. i don't know i i'm gonna get it because i i have a previous interest in no more heroes right i would love to see it continue because i think travis touchdown a needs to be in smash and b is just a great character um but I will definitely put it down and, and start playing Kingdom Hearts like the second that it comes out. Well, I knew that. Yeah. I knew that was going to happen. I just didn't know if you were going to get both right away. Yeah, cool. I'll probably get them. Okay. I have this problem where like if it comes on Switch, and like probably going to get it. I'm probably going to get it. Like I'm yeah. gonna I'm, I'm gonna get New Super Mario Bros. U. And like I. You know what's funny? I said I wasn't going to get it. No, you're good. dude. You say that for I, everything. No, I know, you but say, I, I, I I will. Think... But but. I think it's not like I, I didn't get both right away. I picked Tails over it. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, oh, it's downloading now. Just kidding. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I don't. I don't doubt you. Also, back it, it, when um, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say. I mean, out of out of most of the Mario games, it's honestly not my favorite. But like, it's I just, good. I think. I think the problem with it was just that by the time it had come out, like. Up until that, up until the new Super Mario's brand, like every Mario game was aesthetically and mechanically different somehow, mm-hmm. and that was basically the third, fourth game in that series. In the new series, yeah, they churned them out like crazy, real quick. Where it wasn't doing anything like wildly different, other than okay, we've like laser focused good game, good level design. Which mm-hmm. so like you're you're basically playing like a greatest hits ultimate edition not unlike uh like super mario galaxy 2 you know like super mario galaxy 1 was cool but super mario galaxy 2 was like okay we know what's good let's make it better right and add yoshi um always when in doubt add yoshi when in doubt yeah add yoshi can't go wrong with yoshi Mm -hmm. uh but but yeah that style and that gameplay was just fatigued by the it was just fatigued yeah but i also think it's been long enough since i've put any kind of time into it and i never beat the first one or 
I, I never beat Super Mario Bros. U when it came out. Right. Uh, because it came out right when XCOM came out, mm-hmm. and I was so into XCOM that I never touched it. So I traded in like after like World 2. Yeah. So I've never experienced the full game, and I've also never experienced the Luigi version. Oh, uh, Luigi, Which is like yeah. those like, short challenge levels that they released. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm going to pick it up. Um, it'll be good. I just... It's, it's hard to see that living up to a game like Odyssey on the same platform. I know. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not going to. Odyssey is so good. Um, yeah. I mean, I, like, I would have been a lot more excited if it was uh, Super Mario Maker That's in, and, Yeah, that's another this. thing. And I've heard a bunch of people <clears throat> talk about this. It's like, they released Super Mario Maker, which all of the palettes in that game use this, the new Super Mario Bros. engine, which is why, like, some of the, you know, when you jump in, like, Super Mario 3 aesthetic, it's floaty and stuff. Yeah, Because exactly. they all use the same physics engine. So I was like, why couldn't they just add that to this? Because it would have it would you're have given the only, it You're some, not the only person who said that either. Yeah, no, I've heard a bunch of people mm-hmm. say it in a bunch of places. It's like, it seems like it would have just made sense, and it doesn't seem, maybe it would have been a lot of extra work. I don't know, but it seems like this was a, hey, let's, let's port this as quickly as possible because, oh, we don't have anything in the spring. I mean, that's definitely what it was. And it's like, it's a bummer because Super Mario Maker was so fresh and innovative for that genre for, you know, Mario platformers anyway, in the 2D space. And it just fall back on a Wii U launch release that was basically just an HD version of of the previous three games. It's kind of like, Part of me has to wonder, though, if this is simply because they're trying to expand the sales of titles that were sort of only Wii U. I mean, they totally are. And they're just, you know. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, totally. That's and the it's thing. an easy port for them. It takes that's no the time. Thing, I told Antonio this a while ago, but it's like that that game on Wii U sold less than 4 million copies. Right. So, for a Mario game, that's yeah, because nobody Because nobody had a Wii U. Nobody even mm-hmm. really understands that this game already existed unless they're, you know, because it has the U in the title. Yeah. So there, there's a, a massive number of Switch owners that there's no possible way that they could have ever had their hands on this game. Mm-hmm. So it is still a fresh experience for a lot of people. And it is a, you know... It's still a, a good game. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, it's, it's Mario-level design at its best. And what more can you really ask for other than Mario it's just, 64 HD? It's just my least favorite Mario aesthetic out of all of them. And... Yeah. Uh, I would have rather saw Mario Maker, and I really hope they bring it over to the platform, because that game mm-hmm. is just... I mean, we all know. We love that game. It's just incredible. Yeah, so. I would be concerned, though, where, you know, my Wii U wasn't always connected to the internet device. I would be concerned that Mario Maker for Switch might suffer the same fate as the 3DS version, where it was like, when I took my Switch with me and didn't have internet, that severely limits the scope of what you can do on that game, because yeah. you're not able to constantly pull levels that are created from the server so you're i mean they, they don't they, give you they don't give you a way to be like okay i'm leaving the house download you know i was gonna say that's such level of of levels and that was the reason i didn't buy the 3ds version of the game i, I wanted was gonna, it but i was yeah. like I'm, I'm gonna play this on the train offline and so i'm gonna be upset when i can't play whatever level. and it's great it's great when you're you know when your 3ds is at home and you're connected to the to the internet it's the same thing but the minute that you leave and my 3ds now has become a the, the much more machine. portable travel machine, is, yeah. you know, with the existence of my Switch. Um, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. It's weird. It's a weird thing. I was going to say, they, that's what they'd have to do. They'd have to have some kind of remix 
playlist that would download, even if the game wasn't on, maybe somehow. I don't know. Yeah, there's, there just needs to be They'd a have to do something like, like that. Hey, I'm I'm leaving. Yeah. Go grab you know hundred. 200 levels. Yeah, because they're, def- they're not big. Size are not big at all. Oh, it's yeah, like, they're just blueprints. It's, yeah, so mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know how they would do that, but I do. I think that of the games on Wii U that were successful, that was one of the most successful, so I don't see there's a, I don't see a way that they don't port that in some facet. At some point. I'd also love Pikmin. Mm. Yeah, well. well we don't we, love how much longer can Pikmin 4 be done and not released? You know? I know, right? Miyamoto was talking about how <laughs> Pikmin 4 was almost done like Four years ago, so. and then he said it was done last year, and everyone's like, "Okay, so well, where is it? Where is it? You know, like that." I, I think I think that'll be a next year release, or maybe a E three tease because they're going to bank on Animal Crossing. Or this they're going to be like, if there's, you know, what they might just be holding it for. There's a bad sales yeah. month. No, and maybe I don't like, know. I don't know that Pikmin has the. It doesn't have power. selling power. I don't know. It's like it's sort of like mm. Metroid used to be. It's like you know the diehards love it, but the general public is like, what's a what's Pikmin? This garbage, you yeah. know. So I don't know that. I don't know like that. That's the type of game that they would be like. This is our banger. Mm. I think Star Fox would have a better chance of pushing systems yeah. like a, a proper good Star Fox game. Honestly, all right, well, we got one in. Th- that was not a good game. I said a good game. Well, a good game. No, no, no. Um, S- Starlink. Starlink. Starlink is definitely better than Zero ever was. Zero's not even a playable game unless you have four eyeballs. And, and they have eight om- arms. Omnidirectional movement because yeah. you have to just be... Was it like two players holding the same controller? No, it's, it's too stressful. It's, it's you, you have to watch, you know, your main ship control is on the TV. So like on the TV is like a classic Star Fox game. On the Wii U tablet, it's like a first-person cockpit view where you're doing gyro aiming and like micromanagement stuff a little bit. What? And so your focus has to be in both places at once. And yeah. so unless you're constantly holding the joypad out at like a 90-degree angle, so it's like I can see the TV in my peripherals perfectly, it's so hard to keep up with what's going on that it's like uh, I can't, I can't do it. I literally got through the first level and I was like, this is exhausting. This is more stressful, than, just as stressful as going to work. Yeah. When we you know we were at our last job at the time. I, and I, was I remember like, nope. Tony and I went and played it at a, a demo event at the Nintendo store and we both walked away like, I'm nervous. And mm-hmm. then rightfully so because it came out and it was just like, yeah. such a bummer. To play. Yeah. Yeah. It's exhausting. <laughs> so it's definitely Starlink is like light years better and. As a treated as a Star Fox, game. and I think, I think is it true that I think Nintendo took note too? Just because I, d- I have no interest in googling this, even though I totally could. Um, <laughs> so no research cast. The um, Starlink game, Star Fox, is only available on the Switch, right? Correct. Correct. That should have been a pack in for all systems. In my, opinion. I mean, it would have boosted total sales number, but then people would have had no reason to buy it on this. I think that a lot more people would have opted for an HD version of that game. Like, not that the Switch version isn't HD, but obviously it does look better on mm-hmm. Xbox One and PS4. So, I think I think including it only on Switch definitely helped yeah. Switch numbers, for sure. And Nintendo's uber-protective of their IP, That's too. True. I, so, I suppose so. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, why would you buy that game not on a Switch? Well, that's the problem, is like... Overall, that game didn't really have impressive numbers, and all of basically all of the numbers that did come in were for the Switch version. Because right. I believe like, it. Oh, I'm a Switch fan. I want a Star Fox game. 
I'm also interested how many of those were digital versus physical. I feel like there were a lot of digital purchases because yeah. people don't want to carry around. Like that that just looked like the craziest, most uncomfortable toys to life controller gadgetry. Yeah. Ugh. I will say though, I've played around with some of the other characters on that game and like I I go back to Star Fox, obviously, because you know, I've only played Fox. I bought that game, but <laughs> a lot of their stories and backstories are, are cliche for sure, but they're interesting enough to to drive those characters so it's not interesting yeah i don't know people people should give people should give that game a chance it's a good game especially they added a bunch of stuff recently to do so well yeah <laughs> too bad will drained it of all of its essence in the first eight days <laughs> so there's no reason to go back i but. really don't i i beat not only did i beat the stages then i beat all the second like it's at a hundred percent all the levels are at a hundred percent Jesus. Yeah. All the planets are at 100%. Beast mode. Yeah. Guys. And then, so the last thing that I played was uh, I I made a Japanese account um, mm-hmm. back when Kamiko came out, and it was like only on the Japanese. Uh, Great game. Pick it up. Yeah. That game's a really good, you know. $5. Super light Zelda type game for 5 bucks. But anyways, I went back into my... Um, Japanese account and went to the eShop and I downloaded the Japanese version of the Nintendo Switch online app. Mm-hmm. Oh um, yeah, because you get different different games. You get like the extra games that haven't come out, but let me tell you, Famicom box art was so much better than American version of Nintendo game box art. Mm-hmm. Like if you side by side any of them, it's insane like why why would they miss out on such like artistic opportunity i mean i know it's because they were like trying to make it a more mature looking device which is why the american version of the nes looked like a vcr yeah it had to look like a consumer electronic yeah stupid stupid americans are stupid just learn uh quick world. question speaking what? of zelda like yeah. games so uh, I, too, wanted to play a Zelda-type game after we were talking about Zelda last weekend. So I downloaded the demo of Oceanhorn on Switch. I like it so far. Did you buy it? Or what did you think of it? I bought it. Uh, okay. I, sh- I actually think I might have gotten a review code. I, I, may, uh, I may play that a little later. It's like, not this weekend or anything, but like it's, down the road, I may play it. It's good, but I okay. think... It's, I mean, my expectations are like medium because it is a mobile game. Yeah, it's coming mo- to it's a mobile console. origins definitely show on a HD console because yeah. it's like. The, I mean, I've already seen what you're talking about. The there. dimensions yeah. and skyboxes will like disappear in places, and you'll see like, <laughs> oh, wow, this is the whole world. You know, it's it's weird. I don't know. It, it's good game to play for sure, and it's yeah, it's cool. But how much okay. is it? How much is it? I don't even remember. Twenty. That's why I went with Rune Factor. I was like, 10 bucks more. This game looks like it has more of what I want at the moment. Mm -hmm. It definitely was more fun because I have it on phone too. Um, I I put it on my wish list for when I come, you know, because they're having a... Nintendo has a lot of flash sales. Yeah, it's definitely a lot better to play on console with a controller. But it's because I'm not a fan of on-screen controls. Gotcha. Yeah. Mm. But that's Mm. that's all I'm playing. Mm. 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 How about that news? The the what will? Will it do? Will it do? Tristan Poop. Bah, 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 bah. In the news, in a PlayStation, Will was talking about Spooderman. Yep. And a Spider-Man is soaring high to the tune of nine million copies sold worldwide in a little over ninety days after release. 
It is a solid game. Damn, Spidey. Excuse me, wait. That game's been out for way longer than 90 days. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Hold, please. That's way older than three months old. Hold on. Is it? I mean, a lot has happened in the world in three months. So That's like, exactly I, why I'm looking at I sort of feel like time is weird. I guess it is January. Yeah. It's okay. 90 days. Yeah. Okay. You're right. I'm wrong. Just seems okay. like longer. That's I know, man. That's twenty eighteen was just bullshit. exhausting. No, dude. Yeah, dude. I had to double check too, so yeah. don't worry. Don't don't worry. Uh, Sony is creeping up to one hundred million consoles sold, with ninety one point six million sold to date. Five point six million of which were sold between November nineteenth and December thirty first. That is a lot of PS fours. They still haven't Holy embraced shit. backwards compatibility, huh? No, they haven't. They? Man, no, they haven't. It's just weird how, like, I became such a big Xbox fan now. I don't know. I wonder if that's just, like, a... Because, like, you know, Nintendo's not thinking about it, clearly, because Nintendo Online sucks. And Sony's not thinking about it. Microsoft's the only one that has put, like, significant investment into backwards. So is that, like... Just it was Ameri- a is it a more American concept of being able to play old stuff? Like, I think it may... Do Japanese markets just not care about games that are... I think it's more, honestly, being honest with you, I think it's more Microsoft trying to be the good guy, like they were with backwards compatibility. Because I think they... Don't have they other games. Well, that, and I think they just really wanted to be like, we're about the gamer, we're about the gamer. Right. And it worked. They mm-hmm. had tons of positive press about it. And Nintendo, uh, not Nintendo, uh, PlayStation, Sony was getting just badgered. Right. Freaking beaten down, so. I mean, they've been making smart, smart PR decisions, so... Now that uh, Dan Matter or whatever his name has been long gone. Mm-hmm. Whatever, he's a douchebag. <clears throat> I've been a fan of PSVR since its launch, as you guys know. Uh, but it's always kind of struggled with locomotion, so movement. So either you can play with the, PS, the PS4 DualShock, or you can play with the two move controllers that don't have joysticks, which then you kind of have to do weird things like use your face buttons to walk. Well, there's now an officially licensed controller called the 3D Rudder. So basically, it's this little, like, it has, like, a half a sphere on the bottom, like a ball. And then it's a little platform. You rest your feet on it, and you kind of move it around with your feet. Uh, So I'm going to definitely say don't pick this up because it's $140. $60 more can get you a goddamn VR headset if you don't have one or a lot of games. Or you could take your significant other out for dinner and a movie Really, really nice dinner in a movie. I was going to say, what dinner um, in a movie is costing you 160 bucks? I said really, really good dinner in a movie. I don't fucking know, man. Well, I mean, anyway, yeah, actually, that's pretty accurate. Don't, don't buy this thing because I definitely don't think it's ever going to – I don't think it's going to go anywhere. It, has, it's, it claims to have compatibility with a lot of games. And in practice, from what I've read, it definitely does not. Hmm. So don't buy it. Uh, in the world of Nintendo, they detailed the game's coming to Switch Online for the month of January 2019. You're going to get Blaster Master, Banger, Blaster Master, and Zelda 2 The Adventures of Link. Cool. Fun. I don't know. I just. I don't go playing, in After playing some more of that stuff last night, yeah. I just. I don't play any of them. I, I have much more I nostalgic value for SNES and beyond than I do mm-hmm. NES online at this point. I mean, I love me some Super Mario 3, but I'm fatigued because cool I have there. it on everything. It's cool that it's in there only exclusively because Donkey Kong is in there. 
Mm, and true. Every once in a yeah. while, I want like arcade adventure, but very little else do I touch. Do I mean, think I think maybe they're just super overestimating people's want for that platform of games. Yeah, yeah they are. People definitely want SNES. They definitely want N64. They definitely want GameCube. They definitely mm-hmm. want GBA. But it's like. I don't think Nintendo wants to put the money in. A, the much, effort in. a very large part of the, their audience. I don't know that, you know, I, lo- I love Nintendo, original Nintendo games, but. But they should, they sort of are loved because they are in your memory and not because I you're playing no them today. Long, yeah, I no longer revere them. I, every time yeah. I try and play Metroid. It's hard to go back to some of those. I, yeah, every time I play Metroid, yeah. I'm like, okay, it's Metroid. Wow, this game is terrible to play in 2018. <laughs> yeah. yeah, almost yeah, unplayable. You know what yeah. game isn't almost unplayable? Super Metroid. Wish I could play that. That'd be nice. Yeah, and I can't. It's I don't know. It's well, weird. this next bit of news is exciting for you, Mitris, because it's a game we're both pretty excited about. At least I'm pretty sure you are. Yoshi's Craft World is coming out March 29th. Yoshi's Crafted World. It's not like a reality oh, show on... shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I fr- I'm sorry I forgot the ED. I do now want to see show on Home and Garden. I would totally Yoshi watch just, that. I see that. <laughs> uh, That'd be great. Uh, long time... So this is a, a, a announcement. So, like, take, take listen and take heed. If you're a long-time Warframe player... You have until Tuesday, January 5th to migrate your profile over to Switch. Does that mean it no longer works on the other platforms that you're playing? Or is that just connecting them? It's just, tra- it's just transferring. It's literally taking your Switch profile on, t- I mean, your PC profile over to Switch. But I don't think it goes the other way around, though. Okay, so from that point on... I think you're Switch only. Why would anybody do that if they're uh, invested in PC version? I don't know, man. Because maybe they love it on the Switch and they, they want to go that just want to go right? that direction. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So there's a marketing analysis firm, Center Tower, who spit out some numbers regarding uh, Nintendo's mobile division for 2018. So Nintendo made a total of $348 million. $117 million was in the fourth quarter alone. Um uh, and it surged thanks to Dragalia Lost, which made around 58.4. Fire Emblem Heroes is still the biggest game, uh, mobile game, accounting for 66% of their mobile revenue overall, which is huge. Um, yeah. Uh, you can now buy 3DS and Switch games on the Humble Store. Wait, wait, wait. I want to talk about that still. Because that seems like a large number, and people might perceive that as oh wow nintendo needs to embrace their mobile strategy Mm. oh you mean the overall 348 million yeah but that's not that much that's not that much in comparison to how they did through the rest of the year because last year with their hardware division in physical games they netted over 9 billion yeah yeah which still says people want to play that stuff on console uh, and I think that's important because of what else I assume you're going to talk about in the news. Um, uh, I, d- I didn't. I don't think I put it in there, but you can talk about it. Yeah, this this was a little uh, hmm, interesting. So the CEO of Nintendo um, had an interview where he said a bunch of things uh, about you know the performance. But um, let me pull up the quote. Actually, I don't want to misquote him. Uh, basically, he inferred that Nintendo may not embrace consoles in the future 
uh, and it really bothered a lot of, of fans. Um, when did he say that? What day? It was an interview with the Nikkei that he had, I think, last week or the week before. Ba- basic, basically, his, basically, his point was that Nintendo didn't always make game consoles. You know, they've, they've been around since the 1800s. And um, that they may not always focus on game consoles moving forward. The, the, context, the, the context of the question that was asked to him was people, you know, that you guys had a, a, a really big hit with the Wii and then a flop with the Wii U. And he said along the lines of, um, you know, we're, we're trying to decrease that instability by focusing more on things like our mobile division. And mm. it, it kind of spun off later on into him saying stuff like, you know, we are, we, we are not dedicated to focusing on consoles forever. Um, in the future, we, we may move away from something like that. And ah, so he's sort of opening up the idea that maybe they'll start releasing their IP on other consoles. No, no, I don't think that. Uh, I think more what the inference is probably, hey, we're we are probably invested in. Um, oh no, here it is. Hang on a second, let me pull it up. So this comes from the Nintendo Everything. They posted it, um, and they took some snippets out of this Nikkei interview. And so the question was, you put a lot of consoles and software, but there's a really big risk that comes with it. And what Furukawa said was. Um, Oh wait, where where did it go? Sorry, I got one of those stupid browser pop-ups. Okay, you know I I told them about that. We aren't really fixated on our consoles at the moment. We are offering the uniquely developed Nintendo Switch and its software, and that's what we're basing how we deliver the Nintendo experience. Uh, That being said, technology changes. We'll continue to think flexibly on how we deliver that experience as time goes on. It's been over 30 years since we started developing consoles. Nintendo's history goes on uh, back even further than that. And through all the struggles that they faced, uh, the only thing that they thought about was what to make next. In long term, perhaps our focus as a business could shift away from home consoles. Flexibility is just as important uh, as ingenuity. And so a lot of people took that quote as, oh my god, Nintendo is getting out of making consoles. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that that's what... Sh- I don't think that's what he meant... And if he, if that's what he did mean, I, it's clearly not a immediate thing. Um, but he is right. You know, technology is changing. Japan's already in a place where they are streaming higher graphic-powered games from the cloud to the Switch, not relying on the Switch's hardware. You look at how Japan can play Assassin's Creed Odyssey by streaming. You can think about how they can play Resident Evil uh, 7 by streaming. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what his inf- I think what his implication is is that we don't always see Nintendo consoles being bound by the physical hardware inside, and I th- I kind of agree with that. I don't think the important thing is the box that I'm playing it on. I think the important thing is the the love and care that goes into those Nintendo titles, right? Uh, and more than the platform that they're delivered on. Honestly, to me, like the controller that I'm playing it on is a, a much more important part of that piece, and I think that that's that's what they're talking about. I don't think that that they I don't think that they mean we're getting you know we're going third party like Sega or we're getting out of hardware business and embracing mobile. Uh, they would be stupid to do that. They make like I said before with the nine billion that they made last year. There's a clear need and want for Nintendo to stay in that market. Right. I uh, also I also took that too as the fact that you know 
he's saying that they're going to branch out into other forms of entertainment. Yeah, because he like, talked like about with how movies, they're, doing, they're doing theme parks, the, they're doing Exactly, movies. the partnership with Universal, yeah. He's, he's basically saying, like, yeah, we're, you know, we're becoming a Japanese Disney, dude. We're it's not, everything. I mean... Well, it's not safe to put all your eggs in one basket and bank on game consoles. Yeah, because then you get something none of the like other the Wii U or yeah. the Virtual Boy or the GameCube, which you know I love the GameCube, but financially it wasn't great for them. Well, none of the other platforms do that. They all have other revenue streams too. Right. So. Exactly. So yeah, that's why that's how I interpreted it. I don't think it's <laughs> anything to worry about too much. Do I think that they continue like to have a three pillar Switch 3DS mobile thing? No, I think that that probably dissolves into. Switch and mobile are their two main pillars, and you know, mobile does give them that reliable revenue stream with things like uh, Fire Emblem Heroes and Dragalia Lost, and they still focus on. You know, I don't think that they're changing their strategy of we give you these mobile games to supplement the console experience and encourage you to go there. I don't think they're going to walk away from that at all. Yeah, uh, I. Th- I think where their, I think where where their core audience is, is still the people like us, and what they're trying to do, is create awareness of their brand for younger audiences that have been swayed away by mobile or, you know, mm-hmm. their parents haven't even introduced them to Nintendo property because it has not been de- available on technology that is easily or as cheaply accessible, you know, like, right. We've talked about this so many times before, but it's even how cheap and accessible a 3ds is. (laughs) It's still not a telephone that you probably already have and are going to hand your kid to keep them quiet in a moment Mm -hmm. of need. So their existence on those platforms does just make sense. And like, yes, Mario is their most noticed uh, IP. And it's like one of the most, recognized ips in the world but they have a lot of other stuff that they can uh focus on on that on that platform too yeah yeah i don't don't think we have anywhere to go but no 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 um i'm gonna burn through the rest of this until i end on the big talking point and you guys will probably know what it is uh so continuing on with uh nintendo uh where am i at here Square Enix revealed Final Fantasy X slash 10-2 HD remaster. You can Final Fantasy 10-2. 12, whatever. And Final Fantasy 12, the Zodiac Age, are launching on Switch this April. No, uh, word, on, no word on Crystal Chronicles. I'm way more excited nope. for that. No word on that yet. Uh, the Pokemon Detective Pikachu movie is getting its own pack of uh, trading cards in Japan. Like Available April 26th. Based on the based TCG? On, yeah. Based on the TCG. Mm-hmm. 24 cards total. Uh, each pack will have... The collection is a subset of main TCG series consisting of 24 cards in total plus at least one mystery design. But you'll have to import them. No word on any other releases other than Japan. Uh, Capcom announced Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen will light things up April 23rd on Switch. <clears throat> oh yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm excited about that. Uh, that I never that played Dragons. Cool. I never played Dragons Dogma. I played a little bit. It was a free game on PS3, and I was like, "This game's cool." And then something also, else came out. It's from like 2012 or something. So yeah, it's an old game. It's it's a apparently cool dark Western-ish, Western-ish, Westernish action RPG that you know being on Switch. Is, I don't I don't know if I want to pay 60 bucks for it, but uh, it's 60. Uh, I'll wait I don't know. I'm, ass- I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Probably. I'll wait till it goes on sale. Uh, Xbox. I had one thing. So Microsoft added Xbox Games Pass specific quests. 
Members can earn up to 2,100 Microsoft points, rewards points, by playing any game from Xbox Game Pass catalog. Mm. And then you can rack up the points to spend towards membership or DLC for games. How do you get cool. in on this? Uh, it's right on the dashboard. If you go into uh, Games Pass, it does a big banner that you know talks about it, uh. um, the details and stuff. In industry news, in a major blow to Steam, Ubisoft announced that Division 2 will release on the Epic Game Store rather than Valve's, Valve's long-running Epic's platform. Epic's doing so good these yeah. days, man. They're, they, they're cleaning up. They are going to disrupt the uh, PC. Say, you say Epic is? Epic, yeah. I don't know. They also got an F rating from the Better Business Bureau. So I mean, that's probably because their success, their success but... may be coming at the cost <laughs> of customer satisfaction. But I also wonder probably. how much of that is people filing complaints because they... You know, didn't get like you know. My kid spent sixty five dollars in Fortnite, or I'm a bad parent. I'm giving you yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, because it is like, it is a sensation, and everybody's playing Fortnite. So with that, obviously comes negativity. That's true. Yup. Hey, well, I, I don't know. I don't know enough about that. I don't know, man. Educated guess. Hey, well, what? This week, Subnautica developer Unknown Worlds announced Subnautica's upcoming standalone expansion, Below Zero, will release on Steam and the Epic Game Store in the beginning of February. Beginning of Feb. First on PC, then on consoles. It's mm. going to launch, uh, by launch, though, it's a uh, preview, so how, not final. How, what's, like, what is the difference in release between the PC and console versions? Uh, usually does, a couple of months. You Probably a couple of months, yeah. At least it has been at least uh, three or four build editions back for console versus I mean, versus I imagine PC. what's going to happen is it'll go probably, you know, preview on PC, preview on Xbox, because I don't think any other well, PlayStation doesn't have anything like that. Mm-hmm. And then it'll come on PS4 last, probably. Um, CES 2019 was this past week and one of the coolest things for retro gamers of light gun games is an announcement by Hyperkin that they're making a HDTV compatible light gun that works with all games they specifically mentioned Duck Hunt so that could be cool Duck I'm so you you would use this with like your Retron 5 that's plugged into your or well they they also have an adapter you can plug it right into your Nintendo okay so I'm that's cool for the sake <laughs> of of like archiving these games and be able to play them. That being said, I mean I can't see myself playing Duck Hunt for hours on end. I don't. Cause I, I think that that just game murderize that dog. That game had its time in the sun. I, don't I think know. it's I think an interesting. It it's an interesting piece of of. Hey, this is where we were in you know in technology. I mean, so. yeah, but like I I sort of look at this like bringing the Atari Mini to the market. Oh no! Totally. Right, like there will be how much appeal a, a does thousand have? people who are going to be all about it? Yeah, and then the rest of the market will be like, "All right, cool, neat." And then you know, I mean, I could see, if, I could see your point, but I give it a little more credit only because there's no other way to play those light gun games with those that yeah, hardware how, unless unless you have a CRT TV. I mean, I, I'm not. I I know that a lot of people aren't going to play it, but I'm just saying as far as game preservation yeah. of playing it like you would with the actual hardware this is this is a light gun that is specifically for duck hunt or could i plug it into my computer and then be like oh i'm gonna go play virtua cop for the dreamcast or I any know. of those on rail i don't uh, know arcade game i like, don't know about your computer i have a, i have a i have a main emulator and i'm running area 51 or revolution x can i can i play that with it because that's can way I play more Doom interesting with it. I'm gonna say that's pro- not on rails. Well, I guess they do have the on rails version, but yeah. I'm gonna say most likely because they said it'll work with any HDTV and 
games, so okay. probably. But so don't I, bet, I bet it has like a pretty decent. Uh, if it's got a widespread like that, then I'm that's sure it will. more interesting to me yeah. than a duck hunt revitalization. Well, no, listen, I just said they named a duck hunt. I didn't say it's made for duck hunt only. I know. Jesus Christ, Will. I'm going to fucking yank all the hair out of your ears. That's probably good. It should probably be done eventually. Okay. Uh, Bravely Default Twitter account is still kicking, apparently. Uh, last year, last August, they teased that there's an upcoming game in the series. Now the account is officially confirmed a new game is indeed in development, although what I find weird is they didn't make a specific mention of its what platforms or if it's a Bravely Default game, but it probably is. So, yeah, keep your eyes peeled on that. Those games were cool. Uh, William, this is a bit of news for you until we hit the last piece. Are you ready? I'm ready. Alien Isolation was a big hit when it came out back in 2014. Wouldn't you agree? Most amazing horror titles ever released. Guess what? Is it's it about. To Switch? It's about. To, no, it's even worse. I mean, what? it came to Switch. It'd be great. Wow. So there's a sequel. What? Yeah. Guess what? What? Guess what? What? It's coming to iOS and Android as a no. mobile game. All right, pass. It's called Alien Blackout, survival horror game, just like Isolation. It'll star it's, Amanda Ripley. It's basically Five Nights at Freddy's, but and it's gonna suck. Alien, Blackout. Is it already out? No. When's it coming out? I don't know. It's going to be garbage. Why do you even care, Will? Because I'm going to download it because I have problems. You do have problems. But you know what's going to be good? I hope, guys. And I'm going to end the cast with this bit of news because it came out of nowhere. Bungie split from Activision. Yep. After eight years... And Bungie has retained the rights to the Destiny IP. It's theirs. They own it. Good. Yeah. So that means uh, that Destiny is no longer going to run on the Blizzard launcher? Uh, that's a good question. I would that's assume, a good question. I would assume Destiny 2 will, but I don't think, you know, what are you the eating? next Destiny. Bears. The next Destiny may not. But <laughs> Can you, you wait see, a couple did, minutes? Yes, I can. Did you see that Push Square article about how... Bungie uh, Destiny devs were cheering and popping champagne. They popped champagne when they, when they announced yeah. it. So clearly, their their internal employee base is as excited as as the rest of the. World. I mean, I can't imagine the stuff like the stipulations and everything they had. I, I'm curious if it ever comes to light what sort of uh, sacrifices oh, or I can changes tell you, they were forced to make on Destiny Two. I can tell you 100 percent umbrella. I can tell you 100% Jason Schreier is going to report on it, and we'll have something in a couple years. Yeah. Guaranteed. It'll be in one of his, in one of his books uh, or a big article. one dev leaving and being like, this yeah. is the story. Oh, yeah. He's really good when it comes to that stuff. His, mm. his, his articles are great. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can read the joint statement, but basically it's everything that we just said. So that's cool. I know good for them. I know it'll never happen because Nintendo, or not Nintendo, Xbox has a lot of pride in their 343 studio. In the direction that they're going, but part mm-hmm. of me is like, Microsoft should just throw all the money at Bungie and get them back for Halo. Could yeah, you sure. imagine? Holy shit! I, Dude, I, pay the, I would but pay I, the crap out of a new Bungie Halo title. Well, yeah, everybody would, but also I think that Destiny is powerful enough to stand on its own feet, where people would mm-hmm. may resent that decision. You know, someone like Danny would be like, "Why? Yeah, I like Destiny." And I mean, I don't think you could really. I mean, you could, but it'd be probably exhausting to make both at the same time. Well, I would assume. So that they yeah, they're not going to do that into three, four, three. And, yeah, maybe. But then that's also, you know, 
probably Bungie moving exactly back into a business arrangement that well, that was the thing exactly Bun- what they wanted out of Bungie. Bungie's very excited to be independent, yeah. which is good for them. So I'm excited to see what comes out of it. Um, it actually made me download Destiny, and then I didn't play it because it was like a 70 gig download, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to bed." Did you but see I'm, that the announcement made Activision stock drop like at least 10 oh, points? Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, nuts. It did yeah, it That's did. Nuts. I mean, it's a big deal. Yeah, it's a big deal. That's all I got, guys. That's all I got. Uh, well, should I take us take us out? Take us out? Where are you? Where are you, where are you gonna take us, Will? Uh, thanks going? everybody for joining dinner? us. $140 dinner in New York City <laughs> is not unheard of. Yeah, it's, that's two people and a dog. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> thanks everybody for tuning in to episode 149. I have had a good time chatting with you with our co-host team, Pixel Raiders. Uh, appreciate it. If you guys want to get involved about the games we're talking about, we are now again active on our discord blah 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 we started <laughs> i opened back it back up bed. yep um so the discord's back open and running uh we're back in there so join us there our link to the discord is down in the description of our uh podcast you can also follow us on twitter we're pretty active um all the time doing stuff that's not work chatting about uh games and the like and if you wanted to contribute to what we do, an easy way to do that is to join our Patreon, patreon.com slash because we give you this excellent content and advertising free good news every there, week. There are no more tiers. You just kind of pay what you think we're worth. That's right. No more That's tiers. Fair. Pay what you think you're worth. And um, there are some perks, but I think the perks are all get mentioned on this podcast, um, uh, among some other things. But it's a cool way to get back and just help us know that what we are doing is worth it but if you don't want to contribute in a monetary sense an easier way to do that is to go on our itunes and leave us a nice five-star review for our podcast content contribute um, or, with your mouth that's right contribute with your mouth sounds that uh, sounds way worse than or that was the point uh or on your favorite podcast listening platform we're on TuneIn, we're on stitcher we're on uh player fm spotify FM, spotify Google. Didn't I get us on Plex also? I'm pretty sure I got us on Plex. You didn't tell me if, we, uh, if you did. I might not have told you because I might not have did it. It's fine. Anyway, oh. <laughs> point is, uh, there are a lot of different ways you can listen to us. Next week is episode 150. I've always historically hyped up the next big marker number. I'm not going to do this this time. It's going to be a good cast. You should be there. Um, and we'll see you next week. So uh, I don't see us on Plex. Thanks. Yeah, At least probably. if I Google it. I forgot to do it. Thanks. Thanks. Alright, you're great. I love you. (laughs) See you guys next week. Um, That's it. Later, guys. Bye. Bye.